Lift up the trumpet and loud let it ring, Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, you pilgrims, be joyful and sing, Jesus is coming again. This is the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Coming again, coming again, Jesus is coming again. From our Voice of Prophecy studios in Los Angeles, California, we welcome you to this half hour of inspiration and music with the King's Heralds, Del Delker, Brad Braley, and the Voice of Prophecy speaker, H.M.S. Richards, a Seventh-day Adventist minister. The first song we hear is a favorite that has been sung by quartets for many years. Remember me, O mighty one. When storms around are sweeping, when lone my watch I'm keeping, mid fires of evil falling, mid tempters' voices calling. Remember me, O mighty one. Remember me, O mighty one. When walking on life's Control its raging motion when from its dangers shrinking, when in its dread deep sinking, remember me. Excellent is thy name in all the earth. Thy mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We seek thy blessing on this broadcast and all who listen. In Jesus' name. There is a place of quiet rest Near to the heart of God where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, 
sent from the heart of God. Hold us who bow before thee, near to the heart of God. Wayne Hooper, our quartet baritone in one of his own compositions, expresses faith and confidence in God's love and protection in the shadow of his hand.
Jesus shares my pathway and will keep me near. In the shadow of his hand, sheltered by an Here now is H.M.S. Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker. His subject, There Shall Be Time No Longer. Before our message, just a word of greeting to you all. This past year has been a good year, a year of advance for the voice of prophecy. We wish to thank the many who have made it possible. Your letters have been especially encouraging. With the volume of mail so large at this time of year, we trust that you will be patient with us as we mail our materials that you have requested. If at any time our mail does not reach you, we hope you will write again. And now our subject, opening to the 10th chapter of the book of Revelation, the great prophecy at the end of the Bible. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, a rainbow on his head, his face as the sun, his feet as pillars of fire. He had in his hand a little book, open. And he set his right foot on the sea, left on the earth, and cried with a mighty voice, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, the Creator, that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. Read this startling prophecy for yourself. What does it symbolize? What does it mean? The message of this angel is worldwide, one foot on the sea, one on the land. He has in his hand a little book open. This symbolizes, of course, that at one time it must have been shut. 
Now it's open. And based upon the message of the little book, he declares that time shall be no longer and that the mystery of God should be finished. Now what is the mystery of God? From a study of the scripture, it's very clear that the mystery of God is the gospel. If you'll read uh, the third chapter of Ephesians and the first chapter of Galatians, that's made clear. From a study of the prophecies in the book of Daniel as well as in Revelation, we learn that the 1260 years of religious intolerance ended in the year 1798. That might be called the beginning of modern times, and it's also when the time of the end began. A great upsurge in study and proclamation of prophecy soon began, not only in Europe but in America. In fact, it was called the Great Advent Movement. People of various denominations united in studying and proclaiming the prophecies that speak of the second coming of Christ. Such men as Joseph Mead of Christ College, Cambridge, Vitringa, University Professor of Holland, Ben Gell of Germany, Isaac Newton and Bishop Newton in England, and many others. Truly the book of prophecy was opened and proclaimed, especially the book of Daniel. L. E. Froome, in his monumental work, The Prophetic Faith of Our Fathers, Volume 3, describes the swelling chorus of voices around the world proclaiming the prophecies of Daniel. He says that a definite conviction developed that mankind had entered a new epoch, the era of the last things, the time of the end. And this angel's message was with a loud voice. It stirred the world. He raised his hand in solemn oath as though to appeal to the God of truth and proclaim his message in the name of the Creator himself and said there shall be time no longer. Not time as distinguished from eternity, but according to the prophecy, there would be still many events to take place. It must mean some specific time, some long predicted time period which had reached down through the centuries. The end of this time was imminent, and the final consummation of the work of God was to take place on this earth. Now there are various time periods mentioned in this prophecy of the book of Daniel. The 1260 years, which ended in 1798, as we mentioned a minute ago. The 1290 years ending at the same time, 1335 years, the 2300 days or years, which we have seen from other prophecies ended in 1844. This was the longest time period in the Bible. It began in the days when the decree went forth to restore and rebuild Jerusalem, 457 years before Christ was born. You'll find that in Daniel, the ninth chapter, the 25th verse, and ended in the middle of the 19th century. Something of tremendous worldwide importance was about to take place. What was it? Time shall be no longer, said the angel. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. That's Revelation 10, 7. The mystery of God is the gospel. It's to be finished in the world. Now the prophet John, evidently representing the people of God on earth in the days of the finishing of the gospel, in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, is called upon to take the little book out of the angel's hand and eat it. Did you ever eat a book? John said he devoured the book. Eat it up, said the angel. It will be sweet in your taste, but bitter in digesting. And so it was. This experience was almost exactly parallel to that of the great prophet Ezekiel, as we read in the second and third chapters of his book, where he ate the words of God. He devoured them. He studied them. He received them. He accepted them. But what was the effect of the message from the word of God upon the prophet himself? Third verse of Ezekiel 3. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. 
But the message he carried was to him bitter. He went in bitterness of his spirit to give that message. Verse 14. It was a hard and grievous task. And so it was with the people who began the great Advent movement in the 1830s. Those Baptists, Presbyterians, Methodists, Episcopalians, and others, they actually expected Christ to come in their day. And while their enemies have certainly exaggerated and falsified their experience in many ways, there was indeed a bitter disappointment. They thought Christ would come at a definite time. But the Scripture plainly declares that of that day and hour knoweth no man. Matthew 24, 36. But God was not through with these people. There was something more for them to do. The gospel must be carried not merely to the Christian churches of the world, as they understood it, but to all the world, to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Revelation 14, verse 6. Friends, it must go and go with power. And so the angel with a little book in his hand said, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Revelation 10:11. The fulfillment of the prophecy and the prophetic periods clearly outlined in the book of Daniel is to be proclaimed in all the world. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel of salvation in the light of the prophetic periods with the urgency of the second coming of Christ, is yet to go forth with mighty power to the ends of the earth and to all peoples. For, Jesus said, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Matthew 24:14. Then will time, as distinguished from eternity, cease. There shall be time no longer. By the way, a detailed verse-by-verse, sentence-by-sentence studies of these great prophecies of Daniel and the Revelation, with their wonderful fulfillments in the past and an explanation of the things just before us today, are clearly outlined in our Voice of Prophecy Advanced Bible Course, which, of course, is free to all of our students. We shall not take time to explain them now. The ending of the great time periods of prophecy was not the ending of the witness of God's people who are living in the latter times. For they are to be times of great gospel proclamation. Right now is such a time. That's why modern means of rapid travel and communication have been opened up in this last generation. Things unknown in all the history of the world before. First, the art of printing was rediscovered. And the multiplication of the scriptures and Christian literature and information of all kinds was made available made possible, too, in a manner that would have been utterly fantastic in the previous 6,000 years. The steam engine brought rapid transportation to the ends of the earth and over the earth. Then came the telegraph, the telephone, and then radio came to carry the voice of man to every nook and corner of the earth, so that the whole world is now a whispering gallery or a great auditorium, a political auditorium, a religious sanctuary, and at this hour, television is rapidly becoming absolutely worldwide so that people can hear and see around the world. Now, friends, why has all this communication along with the railroad and the airplane come to pass? I'll tell you why. So that people can go quickly to any place on the earth with a message of truth and so that people can hear that message without leaving their own homes. That's the situation in which we find ourselves today, and it is itself a subject of prophecy. Why did these things come all at once and not gradually through long centuries? 
because the Scriptures in this little book of Daniel, now open, said that at the time of the end many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. Daniel 12, verse 4. But why now? Because in the days of the voice of the seventh angel the mystery of God shall be finished. The gospel is to go to earth's remotest bounds. Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Mark 16, 15. And he said, as we recorded in Matthew 29, 20, And lo, I am with you always. The gospel is to go to all nations. It is going. Almost every day the gospel of Christ is proclaimed in a new language. All men must hear in their own tongues the wonderful works of God. Acts 2.11 When the last man in the outer circle has had the witness as God shall will it and plant it and provide it, then the mighty decree of heaven will go forth. It is finished. The work is done. And soon this work of worldwide prophesying, proclaiming, witnessing the gospel will be completed. The last responsive souls will be sealed to eternal life, and Jesus will certainly come. Now, the book of Daniel is the only book in the Bible that was ever sealed. Read it for yourself in the last chapter where the angel told Daniel, Seal up the words and shut the book, he says, even till the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So when the time came for these modern inventions, the book of Daniel was opened, and there was a running to and fro in Scripture study as never before in the great Advent awakening of a hundred years ago or a little more. And then these modern inventions came in order to carry the message quickly and proclaim it to all the earth. So we're living in the very time mentioned by this prophecy. And this broadcast is itself a part of a worldwide proclamation of the Bible along with thousands of other uh, gospel workers in various parts of the world and of various denominations. That work is going, and a great knowledge of the truth will spread over the earth as the waters cover the sea before the second coming of Christ. Now, friends, this work will soon be done. It will soon be finished. But where will we be when time shall be no longer? Where will we be when the curtain of eternity rolls up and God's redeemed look out into that wonderful future which exceeds their fondest dreams. We today, we who are listening to this broadcast, and we here in the studio taking part in it, should ask ourselves the question, is my name in the book of life? If we are the children of God in Christ, we can be certain that our names are there. Philippians 4, 3. May we each and every one be able to say, when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. And the morning breaks, eternal, bright, and fair, when the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, and the morning breaks, eternal, bright, and fair, when the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there.
Let's labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. When the roll is called up yonder, 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 I'll be there. Now as we look out upon this new year, one which we have not trod before, we know that God is there and will lead us as we look up and go forward in faith. Have faith in God, not one day or hour to squander. Have faith in God, with our love for others stronger. Have faith in God, for there shall be time no longer. Have faith, dear friend, in God. We hope this last program of the year has served to give you spiritual strength. We invite you to join us next week for another broadcast by the Voice of Prophecy. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.